United States, which is radio 680 WPTF. It is Tuesday night. It is June the 23rd. My name is Tom Kearney. This is the Tom Kearney Show, a little bit of live and in real-time radio. And for the next hour, we'll be talking with you. It is kind of like an open phone tonight. Uh, we call it a nostalgia night uh, because it's usually inspired by my mind roaming across the, the time of my past and finding something back there attractive that I want to see if you remember. And one of the things we can do in these times when we are locked in, when we're quarantined, is to try to occupy our time by something that is entertaining and uh, keeps people from being bored. So that's really my purpose here. Uh, and so we're going to be talking with you, and we hope you will join us, because uh, you're joining us makes uh, the program work. You're the guest. The number is 919, and of course that's the area code, and then 860-9783, 919-860-WPTF, nostalgia. What kind of nostalgia? Well, almost any kind will work. What inspired uh, me to say nostalgia would be, uh, well, the topic, uh, the specific topic. Uh, we, we had decided to have a nostalgia uh, date one day this week, and Tuesday turned out to be the day. We try to do it every uh, three or four weeks at, at the most. Uh, because it provides uh, food for uh, for conversation. Uh, was uh, I was uh, listening to uh, some music today, looking for something, and I heard uh, well my favorite song. And, and when I think of my favorite song, uh, I won't tell you what it is right now, but uh, it, it takes me back to a certain day in uh, or night uh, in uh, something like April or May of 1962. And the song is there as a kind of locator. That is, I remember that, and I know it was popular in that year, so I know sort of when it happened. But what I'm nostalgic for is the is the riding along in the car, looking up at the moon, and listening to this particular song, and and all the things that that uh, in fact went around that. Another thing that inspired me was I got a a forwarding piece of mail from one of my high school classmates. Uh, couple of days ago, and he had gotten a piece of mail from another one of our classmates that had to do with uh, a, a place in our, in, in our growing up, in our childhood. It wasn't addressed to me, it was addressed to him, but uh, we were all involved in it, and I, the, the, uh, the title of it was No More, no more Movies uh, at the Carolina Theater on uh, South Center Street, and that, that if you're a Goldsboro person for a long time, you'll know what that's about. You'd have to be there a long time to know about the Carolina Theater, but I'm going to wax nostalgic a little bit about it tonight. And that's what I want you to do, to dial up our number, 860-9783, and wax nostalgic about the thing that uh, sometimes clocks into your mind. Uh, and I have many fond memories of Saturday mornings with the cowboy movies and the popcorn, and well, you get the drift of this. So you want to join us, and you, I hope uh, our conversation about it will prove to be entertaining to you. 919-860-9783. John Sauter is our producer, and you may hear him chime in and say, so-and-so is on the line, Tom, and we'll, we'll talk to that person at that time. 919-860-9783. Trying to go too fast. Tongue-tied, Tom. The, uh, the note from one of my classmates, and it was a, a female classmate, and uh, I don't, don't expect as many females to be involved in. Well, my sister went to the to the cowboy movies with me, but uh, so she and I sometimes t 
talk about Gene Autry and Roy Rogers and Lash LaRue and Tex Ritter and that now, but mostly you think of the boys as being the ones that wanted to go to the double feature. And the guy that uh, is the interim person in this that had the notes sent to him, he uh, occasionally on Saturday morning sends me an email because he's fond of watching the Bowery Boys, Leo Gorsi and Hunt Hall and those people. And I can remember when they were extremely popular and uh, we we didn't uh, want to miss any edition of the Bowery Boys that came to the Carolina Theater in Goldsboro. 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. And don't allow me to be out here just with my memories now because it's supposed to evoke your memories, your nostalgia for a time gone by. And, Tom, uh, we have a Todd in Robbins. Okay. All right. Seagrove. Uh, Seagrove. Okay. Uh, I got it in Moore County. And uh, we'll get to Todd in just a moment. Uh, let me just, just make one more point. We'll, we'll, we'll end up talking. Uh, about uh, the experience uh, of uh, Saturday morning at the Carolina Theater, about uh, the Bowery Boys and about the Cowboy Movies and Jungle Jam and, uh, let's see, Laurel and Hardy and the Three Stooges, all of that's coming up. But Todd's out there, and I know Todd likes to go to bed early, and so we're going to get to him right now. Todd, good evening. You're on WPTF. Well, good evening to you, Tom. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. You know, you and I talked about the rain the other night, and it turned out that Moore County got about nine inches, so you've just about drowned, I expect. Yeah, and thing about it, you know, I was ready to put on the swimming trunks just to go do the backstroke. <laughs> well, I hope you're all right, and, I hope, and, and, and your stuff is all right. Now, did you uh, go to the theater on Saturday morning or Friday night, or what? what is your piece of nostalgia? Well, my piece of nostalgia, and, and anybody here really in Board County that's my age or slightly younger but definitely older than me will remember the, the old uh, Town and Country Cinema 1 and 2 in Aberdeen. I, I probably the majority of the movies that I went to see in my life were uh, seen at that particular theater, and it's, just, it's got a lot of great memories, just the, uh, just like the smell of the place and you know, just the food and all the the great movies I went to see there. I actually, when I was in the eighth grade, um, I actually saw Gone with the Wind for the first time there because the uh, uh, the sixth, seventh, and eighth grade classes of the three elementary schools in my area um, all went there together to see that movie. And they let you out of school to do that? Yes. Yeah, I, I can remember they let me out of school to see the Bridge on the River Kwai. Because I'm a lot older than you, but uh, that uh, uh, that happened uh, sometime about 1960 or, or 59. But uh, uh, so you, my mother said, would have said it until you had seen Gone with the Wind. You hadn't really uh, gotten your ticket as a Southern boy. Well, that's true. Yeah, it was it was really nice that the uh, you know the Moore County school system you know uh, did that because yeah you know, because you know you figure you know it has historical you know, see advocates and everything. So uh, it was it was really great to uh, see that movie for the first time in an actual theater instead of on the television. Uh, it sounds like you've seen it since then. I've seen bits and pieces of it since then. I, I really can't remember the last time that I saw it. Right, well, sometimes you think you want to see it again, but you, when you start watching it, you find out that it's harder and harder to sit that long through a movie. You know, that, at least that, that's what I've found. You know, 
And the first time I went at, at intermission, I went with my mother at an intermission. I thought it was over. And she said, no, no, we've only seen about half of it. So <laughs> I had to, I saw the rest of it, but I, I enjoyed it. And I'm glad I, I saw it. And I bought her a copy of it. But the truth is, uh, you know, the DVD, I, I don't believe she ever watched it uh, again. But uh, she watched it on TV parts at different times. So so you went down to Aberdeen. I talked to a guy from Aberdeen tonight. So uh, I must have known you were going to. Uh, talk about Aberdeen. How far is it from where you live to Aberdeen? Uh, I'd say probably just a little, close to probably 40, about 40 minutes away. So that's probably about 35 miles or something like that. So. Right. You know, okay. so like I said, I'm about probably 10 to 15 miles north of my hometown of Robbins. So you just, right. you're just taking on just an additional Bit there, but that's where you, Robbins, is where you used to live when you first started calling us. I think. Yes, yeah, that's my hometown. Yeah, you okay. know. So, but I'll add this one last thing. I know, I'll, and I'll let you go. I know you got other callers, but uh, okay, you know, I know at one time near Robbins, you know, back in the day, actually had two movie theaters there, and I, I went. I remember going just one time to one of the theaters. I don't remember the name of it. But uh, I remember that the the movie I went to see, I don't remember anything about the movie, was that great science fiction classic, The Green Slime. <laughs> well, I don't think I've seen that movie. I saw The Blob, but uh, not The Green Slime. But I lived in a town in Virginia one year when I was first starting to work, and uh, they had a theater in a Quonset hut. You know what a Quonset hut is? Mm-hmm. And it only showed movies on Friday night and Saturday, I think. And uh, right. I, w- I went there one time, and I wanted to see. It was a double feature, and I wanted to see one of the movies, but I didn't care about the other one. And the other one was a really horrible movie, but I had to sit through it to watch the the uh, the, uh, uh, the movie that I wanted to see. Well, Todd, uh, you're our seed caller, and I, I told John it's always good to have a seed caller, and it's always good to hear from you. And uh, take care and uh, stay dry, and we'll talk to you next time, okay? I appreciate it, Thomas. Always good talking to you. Thanks. Todd, who's a member of our, our radio family, the way you get to be a radio radio family member is just call up and have a conversation on the appointed topic. And the appointed topic tonight is nostalgia. Todd talking about going to the theater in Aberdeen to see his movies, most of the ones he saw and the place that he saw the movie Gone with the Wind for the first time. Share your nostalgia with us. I'll share mine eventually with you. 919-860-9783 is the number. We'll be back. The Tom Kearney Show live, a bit of live time in radio. And tonight, uh, the general topic is nostalgia. And uh, we've already heard from Todd and fact that when he was young, he spent most of his time that he spent watching movies, watching him at at a double movie house in Aberdeen, North Carolina, where he first saw Gone with the Wind. Our number for you to share your nostalgia for movies or music. Uh, I said earlier that one of the things that inspired me to want to talk about nostalgia tonight and about things that I was nostalgic for was music. And I remember when I first heard what is my favorite song? Now, I was telling Mrs. Kearney today that my brother, Stephen, who is often on with me, he and I have discovered over the years that there are two kind of people who uh, we can talk to on the radio, and they're the kinds who know what their favorite song is and the kinds who don't. And uh, usually we get the calls from the kinds who do, but you, if you think you have a favorite song that you remember, 
from a, some time that you, well, maybe uh, had a date with somebody back in the uh, 11th grade or something, or sometime later than that, or something that reminds you of a particular incident in your life, then that's, uh, that's a little bit of nostalgia. Mine, by the way, is uh, from the, my freshman year in college. And I heard a song that I agreed on then was my favorite song, and I really have never changed. I have several others uh, that uh, that are competitors, but Ray Charles' version of I Can't Stop Loving You was popular in the spring of 1962. I can remember riding home uh, from Winston-Salem, where I went to Wake Forest, to Goldsboro, and somewhere between Raleigh and Goldsboro, I looked up through the through the windshield. You can tell I'm a romantic guy. And I could see the full moon, and uh, Ray Charles was coming out of the radio. Uh, probably listening. We were probably listening to Kicks or one of the fifty thousand watt music giants like WLS or WoWo or WKBW or somebody like that. We need to have another program about music when the sun goes down. But tonight we're nostalgic in general, and I can see and feel the the moonlight and the, the air coming in the car. And it's nineteen sixty two again, and. I, in some ways, would like for it to be 1962 again. Uh, well, one of the things that's going to happen in the world we're in today is that when they get through with the, the problems we have now, if they get through with them and put it back together, it will be a different world, and we will have something to be nostalgic for. Uh, and, but, uh, but tonight, we haven't come to that yet. We've come to the point where we're older and we remember back when. And one of the things that I remember back when is when I went to uh, the movies, I mentioned that a friend of mine had sent another friend a, uh, a discussion of what had happened to the buildings on uh, that part of the street in Goldsboro, because Goldsboro has been sort of urban renewed over the last few years. And so it's a little bit different. If you were there in, in my time in the 50s and 60s, and you had the double wide Main Street and the Hotel Goldsboro and some car dealers and uh, Mickey's Pastry Shop, and uh, two, three theaters on Center Street. Now, most towns have a Main Street, and if you're in England, they would call it the High Street. In Goldsboro, they called it Center Street. And it was part of the loop, by the way, that you drove if you were doing the American graffiti thing, and that is uh, dragging Main, so to speak. Uh, uh, you drove on Center Street and Ash Street and went to Skinny's Drive-In. That is if you were a Goldsboro person. But that's another bit of nostalgia. But the, the, the note, the, the little bit that my friend wrote, uh, was about uh, what was on South Center Street. And it caused me to think, because South Center Street in Goldsboro now, there used to be a service station there. I think it was a shell station. I think a man named Benton ran it. Uh, and the, there were houses on the street. In fact, uh, a guy that used to work at WPTF as a, as a guard, security guard, said that he was in a rooming house on South Center Street, one of those that has been torn down uh, there on South Center Street the day that the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor. There's a bit of nostalgia for you, remembering where you were when that happened and what particular place. But on the corner of uh, Chestnut and Center Street was Worley's typewriter service. And right next to it, I believe, was Edgerton's newsstand, where I bought the comic books. And when... Uh, uh, we have the people who come and talk about comic books on our show. One of the guys, Kent, Ken Pleasant, uh, younger than I am. In fact, I taught him history at NC State. He uh, used to buy his uh, comic books there when he and his mother came to town, so to speak. They lived in uh, 
I believe in Greene County uh, and near where Snow Hill is, which is about 25 miles from Goldsboro. But the guy bought his his comic books at the same place that I bought mine. There were a couple of other stores there. And then there was the Carolina Theater. And on the other side of it was an open space and Brown's TV service. Now, Brown's was the place that uh, in the early days of television, when we had our first TV station, turned on a bunch of TVs and invited you to come and look at at them through the window and entice you into buying one. And we used to go down on Sunday evening and watch uh, through the window a little bit of uh, and the Ann Southern show, some of you will remember it, and perhaps also the Jack Penny show. But the Carolina Theater was one of the three theaters, and it was the B-movie theater in Goldsboro. Directly across the street was the Paramount Theater, which is still there. It, it suffered a fire some years ago, but it was redone. And I don't know that it shows movies now, but it does uh, a popular on-stage entertainment. The Malpas Brothers, who are... Uh, I've been on our show. I've appeared there a number of times. And then down the street, north of there, on Center Street, across from these two theaters, I think these two were jointly owned, was a theater called the Wayne Theater. Wayne, This is in Wayne County. And it showed uh, A and B movies. You could you could see some movies that you might see at the Paramount, which is where you saw the sound of music and movies like that. But then again, there was that charmer, the Carolina Theater. And when you went in it, there was a ticket booth in the middle, and there was a big opening to the right where you went down into the theater, and a smaller opening to the left where you went upstairs. This was a theater that was segregated, and uh, the white customers went to the right, and the black customers went in and went upstairs, and the black customers sat upstairs. I will have to say that I can never remember any any negative or bad incidents between them. Nobody was dropping drinks on anybody or anything like that, but... Uh, there was a black theater in town. I think it was called the Lincoln. I'm not sure. It's too bad I don't have any of my friends from Goldsboro now helping me be nostalgic tonight. But that's where I went on Saturday morning to see the, the, the Lash LaRue movie or the uh, Gene Autry. I was partial to Gene Autry. My sister, we were a year apart, and we went together to the movies. My mother would take us to the movies on Friday, and we often got to see adult movies, movies perhaps that... Uh, would have been rated. They weren't movies weren't rated then, but have been rated so that we might not have been able to go see them. But we went to well, that's where I saw Gone with the Wind and other uh, movies like uh, Oh, uh, A Place in the Sun. I remember seeing it was one of the first movies I remember seeing, and and The African Queen. That was I think the first movie I remember seeing. That's my favorite movie. But there was another one that I saw at the Carolina Theater because. Uh, it was a popular uh, B-movie, and it was a movie that starred one of my favorite stars. And I'm sharing my memories with you. After the break, I want you to share yours with me. It was the star of a movie called Stars in My Crown. I saw uh, a few, a little bit of it on uh, the TV recently, but what I saw there was Stars in My Crown. It was a 1950 movie that starred Joel McRae, who was one of my favorite movie stars. And I enjoyed that movie, and I remember it, as you can see, to this day. Okay, there's some nostalgia for you. Center Street in Goldsboro, circa 1950. Now, we're going to pause now and check the news, find out what's going on in the world, and then we're going to come back, and you're going to dial our number up. I'll give it to you when we come back and uh, tell us your story. And we're back. 
KBWPTF, Tom Kearney with uh, Live in Real Time Radio, the Tom Kearney Show, on this uh, Tuesday night, I believe it's June 23rd, and we are waxing nostalgic uh, at a couple of occasions recently to think about things that, uh, well, I just sit down in my chair where I can lean back and close my eyes and let my mind roam back to the days when I went to the Carolina Theater. There's more to this story, but I'm not going to tell it right now because we have another person who I'm sure will be able to wax poetic about his nostalgia. Anthony from Broadway is on the line. Good evening, Anthony. Let's wax poetic, Tom. (laughs) Okay. Wax on, wax off, okay? Um, You know where that comes from, don't you? I do. Okay, that, that's because it's become a part of our lexicon now. You know, it's the one line in the movie um, that everybody remembers. Now, as far as uh, the theaters in my area, uh, I would go to Sanford. Now, Sanford had two theaters. One was the Wilrick Theater, and then down in what they called Jonesboro, which was absorbed into Sanford back in the uh, 70s, you had the Center Theater. And then they opened up the Kendale Cinemas, and I saw a couple of—I was in my late teens at the time—went and saw a couple of movies there. Uh, one of them was Love at First Bite with uh, George Hamilton the Fourth and uh, this uh, Hutton girl. Okay, now you got to stop. Uh, I, I, I'm impressed by you, your call. I'm pulling your leg now, Anthony. But it was not George Hamilton the fourth. It was George Hamilton. You're right. You're right. Uh, it was I, George I, Hamilton. I'm, I'm a big fan of the fourth, and I don't want you confusing him with the guy with the massive suntan. Now you know. Right, right. This other guy was a singer. Yeah. Well, he he was a uh, one of those Hollywood guys, and uh, he he was famous for having a real dark suntan. Last time I saw him, I was on a in a. Uh, Oh, who is the guy, the detective that's on uh, the one that has the dirty the dirty coat? I, I've lost my mind now. Oh, Columbo. He was on a Columbo episode, yeah. And God. they had a they say the the interesting thing about the episode, and you would have loved this, is they got into a discussion about their respective automobiles, and that led one night when we were just doing trivia to a discussion of what kind of car. We'll come back to your topic in a moment, but what kind of car? The Colombo on. Do you know? I do not know. Well, it turns out that Hamilton had one too, but it was in much better shape. It was a Peugeot. Oh. Okay. You'll be able to wow them at the next cocktail party you go to with that piece of information. <laughs> <laughs> that girl's name was Lauren Hutton. That's who it was with George Hamilton. Lauren Hutton, I, yeah, it was, I remember uh, she was, a, she was a, a model, and she had a space between her teeth. In the front. She did, yeah. yeah. And uh, the other movies I saw at Kendale were um, Every Which Way But Loose, and then I decided to watch Any Which Way You Can with Clint Eastwood. And what was the girl's name? Um, now, in that movie, it was Sandra Locke. I think she was in both of them, wasn't she? She, she was, was in both of, both of them. Yeah, and Ruth was. Gordon played his mother, and uh, Jeffrey Lewis was his brother, played him. Okay, and well, then they had that orangutan, Clyde. Yeah, right. Well, Sandra Locke was his main squeeze at that time. And so, exactly. 
yeah. And then finally, uh, they opened up a brand new uh, theater out at uh, River Birch, which is near US-1. And uh, all my departments, on a Friday afternoon after work, we went to eat at Applebee's, and then we went over and watched the Star Trek movie with Chris Pine as uh, Captain Kirk. That was back in 2009. So that's been my extent of nostalgia with uh, movies and theaters. Now, you didn't go to a movie when you were just a kid or anything? like you know. No, I'm afraid not. Uh, my mother was pretty strict about uh, making you uh, learn stuff at school, so didn't do a lot of that. But I do have to share this with you. I live between NC-27 and US-421. On NC-27, I would say probably about eight miles from my house, there used to be an outdoor theater there, and my dad and mom went there and watched uh, movies. You pull up there, and you got the uh, speaker and all of that, and you see the thing rolling on the screen. So outdoors, that's pretty interesting, I thought. But by the time I came along, that was gone. Well, we've had whole nights of trivia shows and waxing nostalgic about going to the drive-in movie. Goldsboro had three, and uh, I, I think I went to all of them at one time or another. One of the things you tried to do was see how many people you could get in a car because they, they charged you by the car. And, uh, <laughs> and one of the main things that people did was probably make out, and the other thing was go up to the to the little booth and, and eat, <laughs> pop, pop, eat, eat them out of house and home, so to speak. Uh, uh, well, that reminds me. This, uh, one of the, uh, the movies, I think it was The Airview, was destroyed uh, by Hurricane Hazel. You know what Hazel was, I'm sure. Yes, right. And and the, the movie that was showing when it was destroyed was Gone with the Wind. <laughs> Very apropos. Well, it, it it got some nationwide coverage because it knocked the you know the display thing down and the, the screen and I don't think they ever I don't know that they ever rebuilt it but uh, uh, there are, I think three or four outdoor movies still operative in North Carolina but uh, probably not the one on on uh, twenty seven. Uh, well, so they I, used I, they used to have one on. Uh... NC-42 between Broadway and uh, Sanford, but the uh, new bypass to connect uh, out to US-1, that demolished that, so it is gone. Uh, things surge forward, but that's when you become nostalgic. That's and, it. Okay, well, thank you so much for bringing your story to us tonight. All right, well, I'm heading back to the bed, and you have a great, great day. Sleep well and stay dry, okay? All right, I will. Bye. Okay, that's Anthony from Broadway, watching movies in theaters on uh, Broadway and, and mostly in Stanford, I believe he said. And we we, we have uh, listeners, a lot of listeners in Stanford, so maybe somebody else will pop up there. If you have a mem- memory you want to share, 919-860-9783. I'm nostalgic for, for going back to the Carolina Theater in Goldsboro and watching Jungle Jam and Tars, and they tended to run series of movies, uh, and uh, along with that, the, the cowboy movies, Flash LaRue, Whit Wilson, and Red Rider. Uh, from where comes the Red Rider BB gun that you all know about at Christmas time, and uh, uh, the movies of uh, the Bowery Brothers. Uh, and I told you, one of my friends who lives in D.C. 
will send me an email on Saturday morning reminding me that the Bowery Brothers are on Turner Classic Movies a lot on Saturday morning. I guess they're trying to uh, remind us of the nostalgia for those movies. The other thing that I'm nostalgic for was going to that movie theater, the Carolina Theater on South Center Street, was it was a it was a it was a whole production. I had to eat lunch, which meant and that I got hot dogs, two for a quarter. Think about that now, two for a quarter. I had 50 cents, and I had to make it last, uh, two for a quarter there. And 10 cents would would get the popcorn, nine cents would be the uh, cost of going to the movie. Why, why did they charge just nine cents to go to the movie? There is a reason, I've been told. And if you're interested, John would probably take your call and let you tell us on the air why they only charge nine cents. I think I had enough money left in. I think the coats were probably five cents. Um, I haven't added all that up, but I still have probably had a little bit of money somewhere in there. Uh, maybe could get a, a Almond Joy for dessert. But and then got to see the movie, which was usually a double feature. Uh, had a short, which would be your, your uh, Laurel and Hardy or Three Stooges, Leon Errol. You would have a cartoon, Always Hope for Bugs Bunny, and then you had the continuing picture, which is what we call the serial. And so there you go. And that's a Saturday morning at the Carolina Theater on South Center Street in Goldsboro. And you can see why I would wax nostalgic for that. If you have your story about your going to the movie and what it meant to you, 919-860-9783, we'll be back. WPTF Tom Kearney here uh, on a Tuesday night. It's 9.49, and we're bringing you an hour of waxing nostalgic about how things used to be. And my, my how it used to be revolves mostly around going to see the Saturday morning pictures at the Carolina Theater in Goldsboro. John Sauter, my producer, tells me that Nikki in Durham is on the line. Nikki, good evening. Good evening, Tom. How are you tonight? Uh, you started out the show by talking about your favorite song. Okay. And this song, no one else, everybody sung it, but no one else ever should. That is uh, Nat King Cole's Stardust. Oh, I, 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 you do not get any disagreement from me. I used to, when I early in my career at WPTF, I used to do a, a small C music show, sort of like Mr. Curtis does on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever listen, but I do, uh, um, and I commend it to you because it's it's well anyway it's the music of my life so to speak. But uh, uh, and the, I wanted to use Stardust, this Nat King Cole version for the theme song. But that's there are two songs by Nat Cole that are just as good as you're going to hear. And one is that one, and the other one is Unforgettable. And, uh, yes, yeah, you can't you can't beat him. Yeah. Well, where he sings the solo, minus his daughter. Right, right. But the one with the daughter's not bad either, but, but no, you're right about that. In fact, uh, recently Channel 4 was trying to raise money, and they had about two hours worth of raising money, you know, selling his CDs. You know you know how they do that. And, yeah. and I almost, it was on in the middle of the night, and I almost got up and called him up and wrote him a check right there just to get all the Nat King Cole songs. If I had to drive to the West Coast and they said you could only have one artist, I would, I would pick Nat Cole even now. Yeah. Um, in the baseball vernacular, uh, um, what's his name? The author. He knocked it out of the park on that one. Hoagie Carmichael. Hoagie Carmichael. Oh yes. Yeah. He's uh, he's uh, 
he's done any number of songs. I don't know that I can name them, but I believe he's in the movie that uh, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall met in. You know, they they were a hot couple. He was about 45 and she was about 20, and they became the hot couple in in, uh, in uh, Hollywood in the mid-40s. And it was To Have and Have Not, I think. And I think he in there is in there somewhere, and he sings a song, and he plays the piano. I believe it's yeah. Ricky Carmichael. I know the scene where he's playing the piano. I'm right about that. He is the one who's in that movie. Is that not right? Yeah. That is correct, yes. Right. And right after that, they were in another movie called The Big Sleep, which is a good whodunit kind of movie and so on. But, uh, I know so you probably movie. got other callers. Let me tell you right quick, Tom, that the movie, I'm 76, and the you movie know? downtown when I was in grade school was the Uptown Theater, and you could go get a double feature and and three cartoons and a... And a Three Stooge comedy for a dime. Now, okay, now, what town are you talking about, Nick? Are you talking about Durham? Yes, Durham, and that was in the 50s, late 40s, on up through the 60s. That well, theater's the not there anymore. They usually only charge the nine cents for the movie, and the reason they charged nine cents was so they wouldn't have to pay tax. If it, if it became oh, 10 yeah. cents, they'd have to pay tax on it. You yeah. and I are about the same age, so we will like the same songs in the same movie, so you can count yeah. on that, okay? But the ten cents was, was the children's price, and, and I was small of stature, and I was getting in for a dime when I was 15. Uh, I've, I guess the statute of limitations has run out on you now. We yeah, have probably to... has. <laughs> well, Nikki, thanks for joining us tonight. and Enjoy your show, Tom. Go somewhere and crank up old Nat Cole and listen to Stardust. Getting ready to. Okay, sounds good. Okay. And that's a piece of nostalgia. And, and and if you if you don't know that song, figure out. Go to YouTube. You can find anything you want on YouTube and listen to, to Nat King Cole's version of Stardust. It is the best one. And uh, it, well, there's so many of those songs that he did that are the best ones. And and uh, uh, the unforgettable version that he did, and also the one where they they. Uh, uh, tracked his daughter onto the onto the uh, t- the song too, and I can't even think he came out about 1990. She's she like he has he has passed away now. I think that was died in 1966. I think he was he was only I don't think he was even 50 years old when he died. But uh, but uh, you you can I can't hardly beat his music. Uh we we could get a quick call in if you if you had another call now. Uh, what Nikki has made me do is think about some of the other songs, but uh, I I've never questioned "I Can't Stop Loving You" by uh, by Ray Charles. In 1958, there was a British singer when the folk music was popular called Russ Howard. Uh, you you can find this on YouTube, but not many other places. And he had a song called Rainbow, and I can remember it. it charted in the United States. It didn't get very high, but I've always liked that song, and I tried to find a copy of it for years. And when I was teaching history at, at State, I taught a night class, and I mentioned it, and it was a guy in class who actually had a, a 45 of it, and uh, I think he gave me the 45, which was an awfully nice thing to do. I have since lost it somewhere, but I, I can always turn over to... Uh, to uh, Russ Howard. I think that's right. His name was Russ, that's for sure. But the song is called Rainbow, and you can find it there. In fact, a listener one night on, on the program like this 
knew where to locate it, and he actually gave me the the, the code to find out or whatever uh, to to type it in and bring it up so that I could listen to it. Well, that's our nostalgia for tonight. We try to have a nostalgia program occasionally. Uh, in fact, since we've been back on the air starting a month ago, we had one devoted to uh, to candy bars. That was the night when we were aware that NECA wafers were going to come back on the market after having been off the market. And this one had to do with the fact that a friend of mine wrote to another friend of mine about the tradition in Goldsboro of going to the cowboy movies on Saturday morning at the Carolina Theater. And an interesting place because it was uh, not an integrated theater, but the, the white people sat downstairs and the black people sat upstairs. A little bit of uh, something from really out of the past and questionably to be nostalgic for. But in any event, we've enjoyed having the callers we had tonight and being with you. And tomorrow night we're going to talk with uh, Dean Bailey about automobiles.